This is Ken. Hey, this is Cal. And we are Not Not At Odds. Welcome back, everybody, to Not At Odds. I am the baby boomer. Hey, this is Cal. I'm the millennial. Do have to say that our studio looks much better today. There's food here. That's not what I'm talking about. We got a special guest today that really brightens up our studio. Oh, her. Kelly, tell us about it. That's my wife. Teresa's here with us today because today is a very special episode of Not At Odds. Um, this is going to be kind of a mashup episode where my wife and I also have a podcast that we run called Managing Chaos. Um, I'll let her tell you a little bit about that in just a second. But the idea is I think the content, if you like my dad and I, you'll probably like my wife and I. Um, so we're going to merge these channels. Some weeks you'll get a brand new Not At Odds. Some weeks you'll get a brand new Managing Chaos, but you get to come to the same spot to get the entertainment. Um, and I think the listeners will probably enjoy that. I mean, I think there is one common denominator in both podcasts that makes us great. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm oh. going to be nice. <laughs> I, I see where we're going. I'm going to let the listeners figure that one uh-huh. out. Okay. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, welcome, Teresa. Hi, everyone. I'm Teresa from Managing Chaos. Uh, we, like Kel said, we have a, par- a podcast together where we talk about nonsense in life. Um, we talk a lot about parenting, but we're also managers. And so we manage life. We manage our marriage. We manage the kids. We manage it all. So um, come join us. It's fun. We talk a lot about fun things. And so you're going to join us today on this subject. Today we are celebrating Sober October and we are here to tell about what our goals are and how we're going to stay sober all through October uh-huh. and what happens when somebody doesn't. Uh, am I am I am I correct? No. <laughs> we have failed. Well, I mean uh, my goal was to make it to 2 p.m. in October. <laughs> I made it to 2 p.m. on October 1st, but I got the whiskey yeah. out tonight. Got the whiskey yeah. out. So I guess that's not what we're doing today. I, I just going with I the think Joe only Rogan. The, the professionals have to do sober October. <laughs> I think I'm still at the point in my career that I, I need the social lubrication to social keep it lubrication. going. <laughs> social lubrication, yes. <laughs> that, uh, well, I do have to say, uh, with what we're covering today, I was a little upset with you for a while because I wasn't quite getting it. Every time. I would say, well, what's our subject going to be? Do it yourself. Uh, And I kept thinking, you want me to do this podcast by myself? That's exactly what I meant. You're not prepared. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not prepared. Uh, I am glad to see an extra person in the room, though. So this should be fun. This episode is about DIY. DIY. Nope, nope. DIY. Oh, <laughs> come yes, on. Now. Okay. Get it? That's together. like the Twitter is when I. The I can't Twitter, believe you never called me the back. Facebook. On, called me out on the Twitter and the Facebook. I, <laughs> oh, I called you out on how you tweeted McDonald's. Yes, I did. The old man. I did. I still don't have a uh, egg white delight. They are gone. But this is DIY. Why did I say DYI? I'm not sure. You've said it every time leading up to this. Really? I just doesn't let it ride because then I could call you out on it as soon as you said it on the podcast. True, true, true. So we're going to do baby boomer and millennials, but then we also have a woman's perspective on this yeah. also. So I feel like she's going to have a very biased yep. uh, opinion on this because she lives with me. Yeah, yeah. We, we got a lot of talk. <laughs> We have the DIY curse at our house. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The spoiler alert is that I say she's biased, but biased in your favor, not mine. No, I'm I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm I'm, I'm not hating on that at all. Well, 
we did get some email finally because you can get us at uh knotted odds at outlook.com what's our twitter <laughs> not at odds not at odds <laughs> not at odds yes. at not at odds at not at odds so we did get some uh listener email let's start off i'll i'll start I think off we're about to lose first our one. first listener on this one are we okay <laughs> i don't like them Okay, it says, uh, Dear Ken and Kel, I would like to share with you how I happened upon your podcast. My wife Alexa and I have been married for just over 12 years. That's that's sweet. How long have you guys been married now? Just over 10. 10. Just we over just 10. celebrated 10. Yeah. And we talk about that on our podcast. Yeah. So you'll hear about yeah. it soon. Yeah. I kind of remember some of that wedding. Yeah, reception. we should talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've talked about that. But they also said they have a, uh, he says he has a newborn son. Says, I have to say, over the years, we have had our share of problems. She is always very suspicious of where I've been and who I've been with. It does come for good reason, because in the not-so-far-away past, I spent most of our money gambling and drinking at our local watering hole, Odds Pub. But since the arrival of our cute little fat man, Baby Billy, I have been a changed man, but uh, she is not convinced yet, and that's how my life leads to you and your little podcast. Last week, I had to work late at the hardware store, and on the way home, I got a flat. I was supposed to pick up some formula on the way home for our not-so-little Billy. Man, that boy can eat. Well, after a couple of hours waiting on a tow truck to change my tire and them taking all of my cash, I made it home without being able to pick up the formula for Billy. As you can guess, Alexa was waiting for me at the door, mad as a hornet's nest. She accused me of being at Odds Pub, drinking and gambling our money away. When I had had enough and shouted at her, Alexa, I was not at odds. Sure enough, our home, Alexa, spoke up and started to play your podcast, Not at Odds, and it would not shut off. I have to say that your little podcast did not help in no way at all. First off, you guys joking about fat babies wearing spanks. As I said, Billy is a bit hefty, and Alexa thought I had something to do with it, what you two were saying, and that I was picking on Billy. Then you guys started carrying on about beer. Not just any old beer, but all beers. Talking about ditch beer, craft beer, even Stroh's beer. As I mentioned, I'd had a drinking problem in the past, and you did not help my case at all. All it did is want me to go have a beer. Thanks for nothing, and I hope I can keep my marriage together after all of that. Rick from Wisconsin. Boy, Rick's got some problems, don't he? Rick, who are you calling little? I know, you keep saying that. It sounds to me like you're getting punked by your wife and a smart speaker, so you need to watch what you're saying about us. (laughs) That was pretty funny. So yeah, we had that letter. I think we got a few more letters from um, our listeners. What do you got, Kel? Yeah, I got one from Rick also. Um, He's making enemies real quick. (laughs) Rick, you can come find me when we're done with this. Oh, dear. So here we go. Rick from Wisconsin writes... You did it to me again. I had to work late again. Had another flat tire. We need better roads here in Wisconsin. Again, Rick, you're talking to guys from Michigan. I don't want to hear about your bad right? roads in Wisconsin. <laughs> Toughen up. Yeah, it's luxury there. So the tow truck took all my money again, and I was hours late getting home. My wife, Alexa, met me at the door, and my mistake, I yelled again that I was not at odds. Sure enough, you guys again. First, you making jokes about some GD guy from his hardware. Did I mention I work at a hardware? So she thought I was referring to me not quite doing my job. Then you carry on about vacations, like the ones that I have never been able to take Alexa on due to my drinking and gambling. She was beside herself and fit to be tied hearing all of the fun places she never got to go. Side note, I do have to say it's a sad state that a grown man is afraid of mechanical sharks. It was in episode two, uh, yes. But that's besides the fact. 
Alexa had enough and threw me out. So again, thanks for nothing, not at odds. Rick, I'm not sugarcoating this, buddy. You're not my buddy. You can talk all you want about my mechanical sharks, but again, I'm not getting thrown out by a smart speaker. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think, though, um, they took that mechanical shark out of the thing. I don't think it exists anymore. You don't have anything to worry about now. (laughs) You're you're good. You're good. You don't have to pass that on to the kids. Because when I have problems, I take care of them. Rick just emails a podcast that nobody cares about. Can you read one? Sure, I got one. Pick one out of the hopper. Okay, here we go. It says, Dear Ken and Cal, I finally took the time to listen to your podcast in their entirety. I have to say you really have changed my life for the better. I learned how to tell what is good beer and what beer uh, to stay away from. We're helping people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how to save money on beer by getting ditch beer. I'm interested in this ditch beer. No, you're heard, not. I've heard about <laughs> it. Uh, with the saved money, I was able to take some wonderful vacations like you spoke of on your show cruises, camping. I even took Billy to Disney. And I am now here in Vegas. Billy, that name sounds familiar. I know, right? Hmm. Uh, I'm now here in Vegas and put all my money on red. Why not black? I don't know. Don't you do red or you do black? No, I put it all on black. Always on black. Oh, now you see. Mm -hmm. You got it wrong. Uh, And I am up $2,500. Thank you for your help in getting me on a better path in my life. Signed, Rick's wife, Alexa, from Wisconsin. Hear that, Rick? Kick rocks. (laughs) Nobody needs you. Well, P.S. If you hear from that SOB, Rick, again, don't tell that lying, cheating husband where I'm at. She's Uh, she's living it up in Vegas. I think the flat was BS. I think he was out cheating. Out cheating. cheating. That's what it sounds like. That does. But she's doing a good job. You run your mouth and we throw you under the bus. <laughs> Rick is <laughs> out cheating every night. I saw pictures on Twitter. Well, talking about vacations, what are we doing at the end of this month, guys? Oh, we're going camping. We're going camping. We talked about. I had this memory two. issue where I was like, what are we doing at the end of this month? <laughs> <laughs> We talked about it on the last podcast about camping, and and you sound like you was really scarred from that. Yeah, I'm still seeing my uh, therapist a couple times a week, but I'm almost through it. Okay, all right. Well, for some reason, I thought, oh, then it would be a great idea to take you camping. Let's bring that, bring it all right back. <laughs> bring to it all right back. And who's uh, got the lighter fluid? And with the grandkids <laughs> and everything, and yeah. So I rented two cabins, yeah. rustic cabins, That's no good. bathrooms, but a microwave. Don't get okay. that. Four bunks. Uh, can I trade my microwave for a bathroom? <laughs> it's, it's right, or it's can it right. be a dual-purpose microwave? It's, yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be. That's a whole different kind of campfire yeah. uh, mm. log. You're going to scar our kids. <laughs> They're going to need a... <laughs> yeah, therapy. I'll start somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. It's a good way for you to pass on the tradition of scarring the kids. Yeah. We're going to have all our grandkids. And yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of kids there. And then thought, wow, that will be a great idea. End of October, Michigan. Yeah. That could mm. be a problem. Yeah, it was 55 today. The high was 55. What was it at night? I don't know. You know, too cold. It was cold when I, our house yeah. was like 63 when I woke up this morning. Yeah. So I'm I'm nervous. When you first pitched this camping trip to me, you were like, yeah, we can bring tents. And I was like, Mm-mm, we're not staying no tents. At what date are we bringing tents? <laughs> it, was, it was a great idea. It, and it still should be. And, we get one of the cabins, right? Yeah, you okay, get one of the good. cabins. As long as I can plug in a heater, we're good. Yep. <laughs> uh, they say they have them there. And then did you hear what I did? Uh-uh. As I thought about it and everything, I've got a 31 foot camper coming. Oh, he did tell me you rented a camper. I <laughs> I thought one of the girls had a camper they were bringing. No, no, uh, it's uh, one I'm written from a buddy of mine. 
Yeah. We're going to have fun. We're going to do a treasure that walk. That sucker. And he doesn't <laughs> listen to this, does he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a lot of uh, things that we'll do. We got we we went to Dollar Store. Nothing in the Dollar Store is a dollar. Nope. If you go to Dollar Tree, it is. Okay. If you go to Dollar General, it's not. That, that's where we got a brand new Dollar General. We bought a lot of stuff to keep the kids busy. You know, I love Stickers and rock painting and oh, everything. they will love that. The other good part about the camper, though, I figured we could do a live, not a live, but we would do a podcast from yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be beer involved. Yeah. And well, if we're camping, I expect that there's a lot of beer involved. A lot of beer, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm expecting a lot of alcohol. That's the only way I'm going. Right? <laughs> and you know what you're in charge of, remember? I'm not in charge of the kids, if that's mm- what you think. Oh. I no, told no, you, no, I'm no. tying them to a tree <laughs> with the leashes. We're going to tie them to the tree with the leashes. We're going to put dog leashes on the backpack leash. We're going to tie them to the tree, and they can all just run around. That's the kind of gold you can expect from managing chaos. <laughs> <laughs> But you got the s'mores. Don't oh, forget, okay, you yeah. got the s'mores. I'm on it. Um, I got I'll Monday coming s'mores. some uh, sticks to put over the fire that... Fresh poop sticks. That, poop yes. Sticks. <laughs> Episode number two. <laughs> and uh, But these retract out to 30-some okay. inches, kid safe. Uh-huh. So that should be a lot of fun. Okay. So wait for that coming out. Are we on the water? We are across the street from the water. Okay, so as long as we're like a good, an ample amount from the water. We're so we'll okay. get the lake effect snow. Yes. <laughs> and, and the, I was just worried about the kids. Well, the kids have to play Frogger across a busy highway to, <laughs> to get to the Those kids get to the bay. about the water. <laughs> to, to get to the bay. And, uh, okay, you know, we're good. So it should be good. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, our episode today is about do it yourself. Yeah. Go ahead, Kel. Talk to us. Kind of throwing me under the bus here, but here we go. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so we're talking about do-it-yourself. Um, you've raised me and tried to teach me for years and years and years how to do things myself. And I'm 33 now, and mm-hmm. I finally come to the realization that you're out of your mind. Um, so I kind of throw in the towel on most DIY stuff these you days. You did or I did? Uh, here we <laughs> did go. Did I put up the guardrails that said we are going to pay people to do it? <laughs> yeah, I, I've screwed up enough projects. Yeah. Um, I was a YouTube YouTuber DIY mm-hmm. for a little while. And I don't mean I ran a YouTube teaching. Yeah. I would try to learn how to do things on YouTube and then destroy our house. Yeah. The YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> I would go to the YouTube for <laughs> advice. And YouTube always didn't give me the best advice. And then on top of that, I don't listen very well. So I've kind of gotten the guardrails of you're not allowed to do stuff by yourself anymore. No. I think you sell yourself short. I'm just saying. I'm not biased just for being the dad, but I remember a couple of things. You just think that because you're the third person on my list that I call when I'm stuck. <laughs> well, so by the time well, it gets to you, it looks like I have a grasp on it. Okay. All right. And they got a name for that, and I'll go into that a little bit later. I did do a little research, but I remember, I believe you owned a charger, and oh, it was yeah. in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. You called me in a panic. You couldn't get it in gear to get out of the... And it was a new car. Yeah. To get it out of the garage to go to work. And you checked out the YouTube. And I was really surprised that you got in there and found out that there's a part within the shifter. And you got it going. Yeah, I had no choice because it's in my garage. So I couldn't even get it towed out. We live, we live kind of close, but not conveniently close to each other so when i need help um usually i try to figure it out by myself but yeah i had to tear apart this whole car um the whole center council the whole car was dismantled um and i pulled it together and i don't know how to this day there is a point well there's a point (laughs) in every project i start where i look around at the mess i've made and everything destroyed and i think what have i done this is going to be the one where Teresa leaves. <laughs> um, but no, I was actually, I was able to manage to pull that one together. Um, 
by the skin of my teeth. I think that is more of a, a necessity. Like if you don't get it back together, you don't have a car. Gotcha. Now, Teresa, what about you? Was you raised a do it yourself? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. I, I come from a family of four girls. My parents have four daughters. Um, my dad does a lot of the things himself, but it was never like a, Hey, come figure this out with me. Your dad's really good about it. He does. Yeah. I think everything by he does himself everything for the by most himself, part. Yeah. But he never... He's not in teaching mode. <laughs> God, He's no. getting it done. <laughs> no, there's none of that. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, and I've always been a do-it-myselfer. And I didn't learn it actually from my dad. I mean, I learned stuff from my dad. But yeah. where I kind of learned it from was my mother teaching me that you can't mess it up. And she would do stuff. She would get in the electrical panels in the house out of necessity. Oh, God. And teach me, you, you're not, you know, you might die a little bit, but, but go ahead and jump little. in there. And I kind of learned that, you know, plus I was working on cars and school was teaching me a lot. Yeah. That's where I think a lot of it falls short. When I was in high school, we went to the same high school, not at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really weird. There's was a vocational building still yeah. out there. What did they have out there yep. in the vocational? They did have, well, in the vocational building, they had auto. So it was still. out there. Yep. Okay. They had a, there's some other stuff, but most of it was alternative. So like the kids who got in trouble, um, <laughs> the kids who had children, they had like a daycare out there for kids who had kids too young and would go out there and they could leave their kids there and go to school. And I think that paints a picture of where we're going with this episode, though, too. Yeah. I, right? Yeah. Years but, ago when he went to that oh, school. yeah. It was like. Is the building that you went to to learn all this stuff. Yeah. And now it's the biz, the building that you go to when you've already made mistakes and they yeah. have to cover your tail so you can finish high school. Yeah. yeah. When I went there, they had auto body, auto mechanics, mm-hmm. small engines. And I took those. I I didn't do the welding and this and that, but I was one of the bad kids. Well, a a lot of that stuff, though, is in uh, they do skill center now where they bust the kids to the other school and then they go go and learn that stuff there. But I don't think the turnout is as big being busted to a skill center as what it was at that time. Yeah, it's unfortunate, though, because I feel like had I gotten into skill center, uh, I might be somewhere. I mean, you know. I might have done and I think we're else. better off without it. Well, yes, I know, but all those skill center uh, classes, you learn some sort of skill that you can make yeah. into a career. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it is a career because now those are the guys I call. It is, but there's not as many of them as what no. there was Mm-mm. because of this. Yeah. And like up north or any places, I have a lot of friends in the trades and because the type of work that I do and I run people that are take care of stuff, maintenance people and all you that. Run them. So I run them. Yes. No, I don't run <laughs> we them. We need to talk about some leadership right. qualities. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it is kind of hard to find people. I talked to a gentleman the other day that is a tile layer and he has such a hard time getting people to work that some of these places want to drug test you know, that goes in, wants to drug test any contractor coming in. He says, no, no. don't even do it you because you're not going to find anybody. what I got. You yeah. know, it is yeah. what it is. We're, we can't do that. And we was way up in Petoskey, being my wife, Melissa, was up there talking to a guy, a bartender, and he ran a construction company. And he just talked about how hard of a time it is to get anybody north that can still do this kind of work. Yeah. And I got a friend up there that just called me yesterday wanting to know if I know a carpenter down in this end mm-hmm. of Michigan well to move up there. I think that um, you're going to see, like, you know, there was a big push for the medical field. There's a big push for the electronic field. I think you're going to see a 
big push for the skills, um, like skilled trade fields, where they just go to school for, you know, a year, or a year and a half, and then they come out with a degree or, you know, some sort of license. I think you're going to see a big push for that. And that's actually recently. something we've talked about yeah. a lot because we have two little ones. And um, we've talked about that we absolutely, we will support them with whatever, whatever they, they choose, but we are not going to be hardcore advocates for college. Nope. We would almost rather them see them go to a trade school because yep. we have so many friends that went to college and struggle now and then we have a lot of friends that go to trade school and they do well for themselves and they can find jobs and it's not Mm -hmm. as much of a struggle and they're not buried for life in debt debt I mean, we didn't go to college, and I think that is one of the things that has made the difference between us being able to be stable and not be stable, I think, is not that we don't you have two kids? sets of... <laughs> don't go to college. Don't go to college. Instead of college, you drink at home, right? Yeah, for okay. sure. Drink at home. We drink at home where we did not get billed for it. Correct. We did not have mountains of debt. Nope. And we had somebody to, you know, make sure that we weren't going <laughs> to, you know, drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I work at a school, and the seniors every year do a thing called Senior Symposium, and they put together a, something about the college or the field that they're going into. And just this last year, I was really impressed. This kid did a uh, storyboard and everything about going to a trade school as opposed to going to college. Good for him. Showing the difference in money that it costs to go to college and then the trade school, Mm -hmm. how much quicker you have that paid off. Yep. But they're just not... And for how many years you're making piles of money while you'd spend that in school. Like, I really feel... I'd love to see that board because I bet you anything, like, the math does not add up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might get a higher paying job eventually, someday when you find that job out of college. But then again, you spent six more years not working. You had those piles of debt. Yeah. It just can't add up. Do you... Sorry, I I saw an article recently and it was talking about how uh, parents nowadays are actually, they want to see their kids be successful rather Mm -hmm. than happy. And so I kind of was like, wow, that's really crazy. Like you're going to push your kid to go to college and spend all that money when they could potentially be happy doing something different and have enough Mm. money to live and be happy. You know, I I don't know if I if I'm one of them parents, I like seeing you guys happy, which is a good (laughs) thing. But your house is four times the size of mine. So then it kind of, you know, so there is that end of it, too. You want your kids to do good. But but we're happy and successful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think a lot of those people probably their definition of success is maybe you have an office job or you are a suit to work Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you're i mean it can mean you're successful but that's not the only way you're successful and also i mean to be fair we have spent the last 15 years building our career and working really really hard towards our career so no we didn't go to college but we have put as just as much time and energy and effort into building the career that we have um as if we had gone to college and we made money the whole time we were doing it. yes correct Going back to the school part, when you went to school, I worked at the school that you attended, high school. Yeah, I can't forget that one. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget that one. You said it made it really hard for you to skip school, but you were successful anyhow. It made it hard. Um, my friends hated you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they hated skipping school with me because they knew the the odds of getting caught were crazy, crazy high. Um, and then we had this, this school that had this long stretch, this like long two-lane road to get off the property, right? Yeah. And it was like boss battle in a video game. Looking at that stretch, like when we hit this road, do we see that white van turn the corner and we have to go face to face with them? Scary times. Well, my point on this was AutoCAD class. Yeah, yeah. AutoCAD. And what was your teacher's name there? Uh, Taylor. Ta- well, then there was... Oh, uh, Bob. Hughes. Hughes, yep. So where you took AutoCAD and it had many robots kind of learning how to do all that, what kind of stuff? It was more about blueprints, like 
drawing blueprints. And then he retired, and they replaced him with the uh, gym teacher. The gym teacher. So you can you can imagine how well that went. <laughs> um, so my AutoCAD career ended with that. Wasn't you teaching the gym teacher how to do some of this? Yeah. So then, okay. how much do I learn after that? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's like going to one year of college and being like, "You got this." Teach a class. The room that you was in that I had to build and put together, do you know what that room was prior? That was the shop. It was an auto shop. Yeah. And the reason I know that, because this story gets better. Okay. Um, so Hughes retired. Gym teacher took over. So then they realized after a couple of years that, well, this dude doesn't know how to teach AutoCAD. What else can he do? He, he knows gym for sure. Let's reopen the wood shop and he can teach that. Yeah. I forgot about that. My senior year, I did have wood shop taught by the gym teacher. And that's why I still can't do a damn thing 10 years later <laughs> after high school. <laughs> Well, you know, he had uh, three fingers on each hand. And it was hard to have, for him to talk about safety in a wood shop. Yeah. He looks like a damn hypocrite. <laughs> yes, yes. But How did he lose those fingers? Do you know? Yeah, teaching wood shop. Oh, God. You're kidding. Yes, I am kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's an old joke. If, uh, okay. if I'm holding that, you say, how does a shop teacher order five beers in a bar and you just hold up three fingers, you know, like you've lost two. And it's, gotcha, it's okay. Dad joke. Dad uh -huh. joke stuff. Uh -huh. okay. But so as schools are getting away from that, I, my, the school I worked at was one of the few that we still have a wood shop taught by the football coach. How you doing, Nate? And <laughs> what who was there before they actually built houses, and oh, which is really cool. good. This teacher was very, very skilled. And I did that at our school, the one that we both had attended. They built houses. Huh. I'll have to show you sometime where the house is that I built. And I wasn't getting a lot of skill. I spent a lot of time digging a hole in one area, dig a hole in the yeah. other, because I was always in trouble. And so to me, every, everything started going towards computers and this and that. But the market, there's not enough to hold all of those no. people. That's what I thought was the downfall. So you were betting against technology? Not betting against it, but I think that's one of the reasons that we don't have as many skilled labor yeah, he carpenters, plumbers. You because know, everybody everybody was betting on technology instead of putting it into other things. And then now, yeah, great, technology is here, but there's just so many people. There's just not enough jobs for everyone. Yeah, but you see the upside of that, right? What? It makes the skilled trades more valuable. Yeah, now it does. Well, that's why I'm saying that the next wave of kids or the next wave of whatever they're going to push for is skilled trade because now there's a shortage of skilled trades. There used to be nurses and then the computer, and now it's skilled trades. They're like, look at all these techies. They have so much money, they don't have anyone to give it to. Learn <laughs> how to swing a hammer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> look, to be fair, you know, uh, an electrician makes bank, right? Like, we had a friend do some work for us that is an electrician, and the friend discount was insanity like yeah, I but he owned the company right but that's what he charges everyone like that we the what we got was the friend discount yeah usually whoever owns a company is making bank no but that's he, not every electrician he was charging uh like 60 bucks an hour per person and he required two people to be there every single time and that was the friend discount he normally charged 75 dollars per person per hour my point is he's the owner making that money yeah doesn't necessarily mean those electricians doing that work were making oh, that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand. But no, like uh, an electrician does make very, very good money. Absolutely. I know quite a few of them. I yeah. deal with them every day. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Then there was some other things I, I got to uh, checking into it because that was my philosophy is that because of the schools not teaching it, because do millennials, how, how do you guys feel? Do millennials do less do it yourself projects than baby boomers? Yeah. Millennials Absolutely. do less of everything than baby boomers. <laughs> if we can make it now without listen having here, to do a chaos. damn thing. <laughs> you don't get to come on this podcast. And, no, listen. And, we mm, 
on. Millennials will do whatever they can to not have to... Not to have to do something. For the record, she's younger than me. She's more millennial than I am. Okay, listen here, sir. <laughs> Is we're, there a line there? I didn't know that the we're eleven you are. months yeah. apart. He, him, and I are the same age for one month, so he can just suck it. <laughs> well, I pulled up a uh, uh, poll that they did uh, online, and it was actually saying that millennials are doing more than what the baby boomers did through this poll that they did. Now, let, let me finish. I mean, it comes off with all this great stuff that. Money saving is a key, and uh, you know, starting a project on that, increasing home values. They was talking about yeah, home values. The millennials do so much more because of Pinterest they don't have the and funds. YouTube. Well, I think it's because of how they did the poll is online. Us baby boomers <laughs> are not worth a dang because I've got a ton of other articles that is against all that. Well, I think a lot of it also, millennials, if they got online to order an electrician to come to my house, I think they think that that means they did something that day. (laughs) Maybe. So I think that they're chalking that up. That's true. Well, my thought was maybe Pinterest and YouTube, they're like, oh, I did this really cute whatever myself instead of going to the store and buying it. I made this whatever. We're talking. What are you holding up? I see you holding up something imaginary, but what do you you uh, see? Imaginary. It's like a wreath with like a a Christmas tree ornament. Yeah, like a wire something holding the wreath up. Yeah, it was a wreath with a wire wire thing that you would hang on the door. That's what I was holding. So when we're talking DIY, we're talking about projects and not cracks. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, chaos. But maybe those millennials thought that that's what you were talking about. Well, uh, like I said, I found a whole bunch of other articles that say the opposite. (laughs) But here I'm talking about the schools and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, What they're coming Mm -hmm. down to Mm -hmm. is home ownership. Yeah. Millennials, only one out of three millennials own their home as opposed to baby boomers. Most are renting or living oh, with okay. family. And Honestly, I'm surprised. That's much higher than I thought you would say. I would have really? guessed it would have been like one out of ten. Yeah. Or even, even lower than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's becoming more and more scarce and i think it's lack of funds a lot of people millennials our age and down are struggling to get jobs so then you're struggling to buy a house so i think a lot of people get it in their head that it's not even feasible so that's not Mm -hmm. a goal they have that makes a lot of sense they're talking about if you're renting a house you don't want to hang anything on the wall because you lose your security deposit no that's not true well no a good bar of soap you can cover up those holes well you know (laughs) <laughs> we've gotten our security deposit back in every single place we've rented, and we've hung stuff. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've bought a bar of soap on the last day before oh, I moved out every blah, time. Blah, blah. Millennials, we don't build, but we're crafty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And But, you know, they're talking about renting and this and that because most of the do-it-yourself thing is for home ownership, besides other things that we do. You know, you say that people are renting because they can't afford a home, but gosh, renting is just as expensive as purchasing a home. Right, but it doesn't take the steady job of multiple years and the down payment. There are other factors involved. Yeah. And also, we're biased because we live on the outside of one of the most third world country-ish cities in America. So I think our view is kind of skewed as well. And then the things that you fix are different now because of technology. Um, This says an example, almost everything you own has a tiny computer in it now. You can't just open the broken thing up and add WD-40 and it fixes itself. Mm. 
You know, but that's the stuff I'm more apt to fix correctly. The computers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, how many <laughs> video game consoles have you seen me repair? Um, just this week, I completely dismantled my uh, Nintendo Switch and re-put it back together. That's the kind of stuff I can handle. It's, as soon as you get out the WD-40, I don't even understand what part of the car seat I spray that on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> You know, they, uh, you know, cars are more advanced. You know, I, I was out fixing mine the other day. Not the new one. I opened the hood. I have no idea. Oh, you can and, computers. And I'm very good with cars. But I'm able to fix my old Yukon, old 92 Yukon. They talk about um, things that... <laughs> Things that millennials don't do anymore that we did, which all goes to the DIY stuff, you know. You don't memorize a phone number, and I don't anymore. I know his phone number, my phone number, my mom's phone number, and that's it. I manage a multi-million dollar business. I don't know the phone number to it. I know the phone number to my business. I do not know the phone number to my store. I could call for help if I needed it. I'll just put that out there. If I I needed to put money in a pay phone, if it still exists, I could call for help. Nope. I can Google the street my store is on, and they'll give me the phone number right away. Oh, goodness. And uh, the only reason I know my wife's phone number is because that's what we put in our rewards with at Rite Aid. You know, to get discounts. <laughs> um, I know my phone number and I know your phone number. Yeah. Literally, I think those are the only phone numbers oh, I know. Yeah. I It's funny. Like, I can tell you our phone number from when I was 10. Oh, yeah. I yeah, can yeah. tell you my grandma's phone number from I can when tell you I was my 10. House phone number because it's the same one I had when I was a kid. But as of right now, I know my phone number and I know your phone number. By <laughs> you don't know your dad's phone number? No, I type in dead. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> even tell you what your start off with I, I know the area code so uh people don't use the phone book i don't know if you guys remember phone books i remember them yeah. they still say make, you that. say people don't use them do they still make that? they do they, they put the yes they they do throw them out there for garbage in the street like the newspapers that we have to jog around are you sure do you throw them away because you don't throw anything away and i don't no. throw them away doing math in your head remember all these math classes we had to take i can do, you do s- math simple math, math. I'm pretty good with math in my head, actually. Especially, like, money and stuff. We've been doing this so long, I can, like, come Yeah, we still do quite a bit of math at work, um, where it's just quicker to be able to do it in your head. Absolutely. Telling time on a clock with hands, an analog clock. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's easy. For us, I just had to change over to digital at the school in the hallway so the kids could get to class on time. How old were you when you got off the sundial system? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite yet. I still got one out back. Um, Writing checks. I write checks all the time, actually. You write one one check a month. That's not true. I just wrote two on the same day. Who are you writing checks to? I write checks for Boo Boo School. I write checks for anything I have to pay for at school. Any of those stupid fundraisers that we're going to talk about in episode four of Managing Mm -hmm. Chaos. Um, anything like that. Hmm. I, I paid for Boo's field trip with a check. Anything school related, anything to the school I, I write checks for. You're not the person I always get behind at Myers writing a check. I you? won't, I don't carry a checkbook, please. I have to dig okay. through a drawer to find it yeah. every time. Yeah. I about knocked a 90 year old woman to the ground at Walmart today with her checkbook. Oh, she had one? She, well, oh, she had a gift card first that didn't work. Oh, God. That, because she had to put it into the penny, which she didn't know. Of course. And then she yeah. had to bust out her checkbook for the remaining balance. And she was so out of it. Like at one point, the cashier was like, ma'am, your remaining total is. I was about to take her out of my cart. <laughs> I was almost <laughs> I'm done. surprised I wasn't with you because I always get the, I always get that line. The line of the person who doesn't know what the heck they're doing or whatever. Yeah. The, how do you handle him always hating on old people? I do hear a lot of... <laughs> Old people ranting coming uh, out of here. Most of the rants are in my head. Yeah. 
I, I keep it quiet. Nine times out of ten, I agree with them. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> well, some other uh, effects that it has by not doing as many DIY things. DIYs. DIY. That will be the title of this episode. Yes, it will. One in six stores are closing down. Big box Depends on which big box. Then I support it. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, well, a millennial is 83 to 2000. You know, the year is 83 to 2000. Yeah. But one in eight, one in eight can't change a light bulb. Those ones we, I, nah, let's take them all back. Come on now. 52% can't put up wallpaper. That I can, well, I, I could. I would just Google it, but I could put it up. I've seen it done. I could put it up, but you want to pay you me for like, that job. Use the thing <laughs> you and like be happy. poke the holes in the wall, and then you got to put the goop on it. You poke I've the holes in it. the wall? Yeah, you use this little thing, and you like. You Is like, she being real right now? Do you got poke holes in the wall? I, I haven't, but I've done a lot of wallpaper, but I haven't poked holes in no, the wall. No, you use the thing with the little wheel on it, and you like, okay. I'm wrong, but I've done it before, so... Well, okay. I'm not saying that that's not how you do it. I've just never poked the holes. 43% can't wire a plug like an outlet. Nope. Can you do that, Cal? I wired um, my old basement in the last house. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. 28% can't fix a toilet seat. Oh, come Uh, on now. That's just a screw. I don't believe that. A couple screws and a light bulb. I'm questioning who you're pulling Um, for this. Okay, to be fair, many of those millennials can't make their own doctor's appointments their parents are still making them for them swear like that's a real thing yeah and that's harder than changing a toilet seat i understand that but if they can't make their own doctor's appointment they probably have never they don't even understand how a toilet seat works i'm sure maybe did you see that look she just shot me (laughs) (laughs) i did see some tweets about it and uh here's a millennial saying Y'all better shut up before we turn off your Wi-Fi, baby boomers, and don't tell you how to reset it. Yeah, uh, I'm loving what the new uh, setting the clock on the VCR is going to be, or what's going to be good enough. Um, But I'm I'm just excited as technology keeps going. Like, what what what's the thing that they can't figure out? And I think routers and Wi-Fi are going to be a big one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I agree. And then there's the DIY. Okay, nailed it. But see, this is where I'm getting it from is because now they are millennials. It says millennials are ditching DIY in favor of DDI. Anybody? Any guess? DDI. That'll do it. Oh, my God. No. And Did uh, you just make that up? No, I've got it right here in front oh, of me. Look, look right here. That'll do it. Yeah. Dad, Which is the thing. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. All right. Well, uh, you know, I do fall back on that, but I try... Almost every resource before I get to that point, typically. Um, I have gotten to the point in my life where I look at a project and I know whether I can handle it or not. Mm-hmm. And I tap out much earlier than I used to. Um, but I think that's for the benefit of everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to say you do tap around getting a hold of me. with. I mean, you'll get a hold of me. But I have to say what comes out of you, how it comes out of you, is we had a project the other weekend. Not a big project, but it was with the lawnmower. Yeah. Can, can can we talk real stuff here? We can as long as I get to talk about how it ended. Because if you're making fun of me, <laughs> I, got the, I got the joke to take this one down. So you called me. You was needing some uh, blades on your mower. Hit some rocks. Yep. I destroyed those mower blades. Destroyed it. And you had had a bad experience with changing blades before because the upside down and backwards was screwing up the righty tighty, lefty loosey. You couldn't even get you, it off the one time, right? You couldn't get him off at all. He busted the. Uh, I destroyed right the entire the mower. <laughs> And <laughs> brand new tractor hadn't mowed the lawn once. I destroyed it. 
I called Lowe's and I was like, this son of a bitch never worked. I need a new one. And you got one. And so when he called me and told me about this, he did mention that, you know, he did check out YouTube and dropping the deck and everything. You know, it's really, really hard. Looks like it, you know, it's be above his skill level. Yeah. Then he, you know, tiptoed around. And, oh, well, yeah, Teresa did ask her. I was going to ask you if he asked my dad. That. He yeah. said that you did. And I asked whatever. my dad and my dad just said, yeah, you got to take the mower off. Or you got to take the, the, deck, the off. deck off. And turn it and over and fix <laughs> it. <and go> back. <laughs> and that's where he, he was, was at like, that. thank you. That's, and, uh, yep, thanks. <laughs> so he was telling me all this instead of saying, hey, dad, will you help me out? So again, you live in hour away so i do try to get away with things without asking for your help and a lot of times that is asking advice calling and getting questions answered it is so that's not i wasn't tiptoeing around having you come help me because i'll straight out ask you to help me think about when my basement flooded well yeah using a panic but uh when i said hey you want me to come down heck yeah i thought you were tiptoeing and just kind of you know hinting feeling out the situation seeing where i was at no because truthfully we ended up changing the blades completely different than the way i was looking at it on youtube correct had you walked me through on the phone what we ended up doing i could have done that so well, there I'm, you go. I'm all good about that because what we did that time is kind of what i did the first time when i destroyed it so realistically all you would have to do is say do that same thing but the other direction yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh but but they were successful you did cut yourself but that's yeah i went right across my arm with that blade Okay, go ahead Go ahead and finish your story so that I can finish the story that you were going to talk about on that job. You mean when you uh, started the mower up when the clamps were still on it? A and single made clamp. made an awful noise. Made an awful noise. I heard it. Uh, <laughs> surprised <laughs> it didn't destroy the whole mower. He was like going to go outside and he closes the door and like just walks back in. Yeah, because like, I was expecting doing? a blade to fly at my face <laughs> any moment. So let's finish that up with when we did this mower, I took one side, you took another. Correct. Uh-oh. I changed my blade, took my clamp off. Pass the stuff over to you. Correct. You changed your blade, and what did you not do? I didn't take the clamp off. I didn't take the clamp off. (laughs) So you can make fun of me all you want, but you're the one who's been around me for 33 years, and you should know to check up after my ass by now. Well, maybe there's a point there. Maybe there's a point. And uh, but I I do have a couple little things to talk about. Do it yourself. I I think you've always done a really good job. I do want to talk about your first car that you got, and you just got it. And is that the blue one? Yeah. Okay, yep. And as I have with all of all these children, because we have a blended family, and so you have a lot of sisters out there, but um, <laughs> want them to be self-sufficient also. But I brought you out to the car, and I said, I want to teach you how to change a tire. <laughs> he looked at me and pulled out his phone and said, I don't need to learn to change a tire. I got one of these, and held out his phone. And I says, don't call me on it. <laughs> Why would I pay for AAA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, and it went from that to you had some front end damage with some lights and everything. We went to the junkyard together. Okay. And I would have you remove the lights and you installed them. I was there with you the whole time checking up on you. And that's the same thing that I've done with all the daughters. And when they want something done, we'd have them pull into my driveway, come in and small talk. But what they're here for is to have their oil checked and everything. But every time, take them right out there. They would check it right along with me. And they'd always made it really good and easy. And now they know how to do that. And now that they have husbands and fiancés, either they're taking care of it or if they need it, that person has to come along. (laughs) 
And but you, I love how he tells my stories and then tells about the other daughters. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's intentional. <laughs> but you have done brake jobs. Yeah. When we had the big garage, you did a. You've done a lot of work. That that's why I said I think you're selling yourself short. Yeah. You, you know I have, breaks. but. Like I said, in the middle of all those projects, I have a look on my face of defeat and what have I done? And then the rest is driven by pure necessity. And every job I do takes about, I don't know, 10 times longer than it should. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have that curse where it's like everything is, it takes longer. And that's just not me. Think about every project you've come over and helped me with. Or our buddy Andy comes over and helped me. I feel like it's our curse that everything Everything. takes 10 times as long as yep. it should. It's always harder than it should. And there's oh, yeah. always something. I can't tell there's you how many times. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times Andy's been like, oh, this is like a 10 minute job. Three hours later, we're oh, still yeah. working on it. Yeah. Yeah. It does turn out that way, but it's almost <laughs> with any project. I don't know if that's a curse or that's what anything is, but I think you do a great job under close supervision. As you said, <laughs> but some of the things in your last house, you and your buddy Andy put in a great basement, the great bar that was built. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty I mean, nice that bar. was really, really nice. You've put flooring in your last house. Yeah. yeah. And then I had to pay a guy to come finish that. To finish it, though. But yeah. you did the majority yeah. of it, the finish work. That's why there's different carpenters. There's roughing carpenters. There's finished carpenters. That's two different skill sets. And you know when you shouldn't be testing the skill set. <laughs> Right? I mean, yeah. there's some things, and, and you've taken care of that. So so I'm talking him up. I'm giving him thumbs up on the do-it-yourself stuff. All right. That's All fair, right. I guess. I built a new shed today. We have a new shed out in Let's our backyard. Let's talk about the new shed. Him, he built it, yeah. Yes. That would be a project. Most most of the sheds I've done, I've, I've built. Talk I had mine built, shed. too. It's up. It, it is. I've seen a picture of it. It is. Yeah. I worked that phone. I gave it hell. I have a shed in my backyard. Yes, you do. <laughs> tough shed. It's a tough shed. It was not there when I left for work today, and it was there. Beautiful when I got home. That's the life of a millennial. Did yeah. you build it, though? Did you build it, Teresa? No, I didn't do any work. Okay. I went to work as well. My my mom built it. <laughs> <laughs> she had a lot of men. Oh, okay. And then uh, a play set out back of uh, your was, last house. Oh. You, yeah. you and your father-in-law yeah. did that. And I vividly remember the point in that where I was like, what have I done? Yeah. Well, and it took, uh, it, what did it take, two years to get the monkey bars on? The monkey nah, bars set come separately? On. No. You're <laughs> absolutely correct. But yeah, do we was, need to bring it up on a podcast? Say, took two, they had a swing. Hey, they had a swing, those a monkey bars house. were up before those kids were old enough to use monkey bars. That's correct. You're right. You I have priorities. Right. I take you're care right. of things. Yeah. Well, I was looking out for their safety. <laughs> Two-year-olds do not need monkey bars. Well, <laughs> you're right. And that's the kind of stuff you'll get on, what's, plug the podcast again? Yeah, Managing Chaos. Managing we don't chaos. need to plug it. It's going to be on this damn channel. Just yeah, come back true, next that's week. True. <laughs> and then done a couple of things. I, I do live a ways from you and one of your sisters. And I kind of blended the millennial dad thing together, FaceTime, to fix a boiler. Oh. Okay. She has a boiler and it had a bad thermocoupler, kind of like it, it's part of. A I know. Okay, I all right. It's a thermometer, right? No, no but, not well, kind of. Anyhow, we won't get okay. that deep into it. But her boiler was not working. Okay. And through FaceTime, I instructed her how to change that, and it's it's quite a job in a small boiler, and I was kind of proud of that. You know, oh, is that, the two. That's that lives down by me. Yeah, right oh. by you. Why so. don't you just ask me to go uh, over? I. I could have <laughs> i i didn't then he'd still be fa- he'd be facetiming both of you i'd still be there <laughs> uh, but you do you call for advice i got a call last night i was sitting with an electrician enjoying a drink and i got a call last night about 
Oh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. Was that right? last night? No. That was no. the last night. Last night, yes. On your stove. Your oven. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. Having a problem. And I yeah. successfully ordered the part. Yeah. And now he's going to we'll, try to install it and I not know, kill us. I know you'll be already halfway to my house tomorrow at a certain point. So Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Might have a little job to do. No, I've watched some YouTube videos, and I think this is one I will attempt to myself. Okay. When you turn it on, though, we all have to be out of the house. That's fine. Just you. It's a gas stove. Yeah. <laughs> gas makes Teresa nervous. Oh, so nervous. Yeah, it can. It can. Well, I don't know if we're not at odds with this. I, I, I feel that millennials don't have the skill set for several re- reasons Correct, now. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And, I agree. You know, I would argue that that we are probably more odds than you give us credit for. Um, I think there have definitely been times where I've paid for something that probably made your blood boil that I paid for it. And there are times that I will specifically pay for something before I tell you I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to make your blood boil. <laughs> because I am a do-it-myselfer, and yeah. when I was having knee surgery and everything, I was paying somebody to mow my lawn, and it was killing me to not be the uh, one mowing my lawn. If I could afford to pay somebody to mow my lawn. I mean, so I mean get, do. don't get me wrong. I'm not paying somebody to mow my lawn. I'm no. mowing my own lawn. But I mean, if there's a job that's outside my skill set or yeah. more than I want to learn or more than I'm willing to give that time to, I will usually pay for it to get it done and then tell them about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm old, but I'm getting there to where I do pay for a couple more things because I just don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. My time Sometimes, is more yeah. valuable to me the like bench. I think I could have bought a shed and I could have built a shed. Yeah. But I also think it would have taken me an entire weekend. I would have been mm. pissed off and angry and sunburnt the whole time. Oh yeah. Or I can have somebody that's a professional come over and knock it out and three hours and i know it's not gonna fall apart on me and yeah you know it's not Time gonna have those money. little things that i see every time because i messed it up you said a lot of cuss words but it wouldn't have been as many as if you had put the shed up yourself yeah <laughs> i did go through a struggle getting the shed put up yeah. but not physically so it's okay <laughs> and time is money you know and that, that's where i'm I getting will at. always pay for something you know i've if it makes my time if it gives me more of my own free time so i think there's many reasons why the diy <laughs> and uh, <Good> job. <laughs> I think there's reasons behind it. I hope that in the future there is more people that have this skill set as far as carpenters and laborers and you know get chalupa. We need a we need a good plumber in the family. You know we don't have we've got a lot yeah. of things, but we don't have a plumber. So you know yeah, there we Papa, go. Papa needs a plumber. Papa and needs uh, <laughs> so you teach him, teach him. Okay, I can I can do that. Yeah, and, and he can come fix our crap. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Uh, he didn't stick around long enough for the uh, mower the other day, or else I'd have had him jacking that up. Oh, uh, he would have loved that, too. Next time you guys are doing something and he's around, just uh, tell him that you're going to let him help. So can we say we are not at odds on this? Eh, not at odds. I think we're not at odds on this. Not no, no, I think this is going to be a toss-up. I, I don't know. Do we agree know. or not? I feel like we agree on a lot of it, but as far as like the DIY stuff goes. Oh, I'm, are you part of not at odds now? Okay, you shut your yap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not at odds. Okay, I say that we're not at odds. Uh, don't forget, a new podcast coming out soon. It'll be out next week. You can listen to episode one of Managing Chaos, and Woo-hoo. you get to hear this nonsense every week. Then we'll get out another knotted odds out there and we'll rotate them back and forth or however we put them out there. So like and subscribe. You can listen to them now on YouTube. I won't say the YouTube on YouTube, which has been good. And watch a lot of other crazy videos we got out there. I don't ever know if you've ever looked at it, Teresa, but I think I've even got you on there saying karaoke somewhere. Oh, and uh, so that's worth the <laughs> look. So many things out there. 
Well, should we close this one out? I think we're all set. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for being here, Teresa. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me.